0: Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you after a couple of weeks, but back with a fantastic episode, a somber episode, um, an episode which will look inward at a problem that we thought in India had completely gotten rid of, but, you know, it, it surfaced in very mild format now. And um, I'm, I'm not sure, like we, we don't know yet, but we, through the course of the next 40, 45 minutes, my guest and I are going to find out what is happening, what has been going on, give a, you a historical perspective and, you know, get uh, get, get solutions or I, mean, I should say get solutions, but come up with, you know, ideas of what could be potential solutions. So with me, yes, you guessed it, right? If you haven't guessed, it's about the Punjab question and uh, how what's happening in Punjab. So before that, let me introduce my guest. Um, with me is a uh, columnist, um, Mind Podcast alumni, <laughs> uh, uh, someone who political analyst and someone whose views I very look forward to, Rohit Pathania, our good friend. Uh, Rohit, thank you for sure. joining Mind Podcast. Might I say at a very short notice, we were chatting barely a few hours ago, it seems, about this. But the topic was such that, I mean, you track Punjab so closely that you're always my first text or first caller Punjab to what is happening so thank you so much for joining. Yeah.
1: My pleasure, Radit. and uh, thank you for inviting me at such short notice. And honestly, I'm also quite worried with what's going on in the last couple of days in Punjab. Though my worry has been around for a few months now, and yes. uh, maybe you, if you've been tracking my Twitter timeline, you might have seen my really I mean, worry coming upon it.
0: The people like us who have been tracking Indian politics for a long time, I think Simranjit Singh's man's victory in election like was
1: definitely a turning point.
0: That was an inflection point. I wouldn't even say turning point. There was a proper inflection point where I, I just woke up in the morning and I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, really? Because this man, I mean, I mean just look I up mean, his the history.
1: signs for Simranjit Singh Man's uh, rise from the ashes, so to speak, were evident even in the 2022 Assembly elections because the seat that he was contesting from, uh, I believe it's Amargat, uh, he'd come second in an era when he was not even from an era when he was not even able to you know save his deposit, here yeah. comes a man who manages to become second in an assembly election. So it was only a matter of time, clearly, that the uh, people who would I'd say not necessarily just separatists, but even those who were most sympathetic to the Khalistan cause rallied behind him. Plus, the people who had originally voted for the Amadmi Party decided not to vote. In a situation of, how to say, absolute disappointment with the government in less than six months.
0: No, and let me ask you something. And we'll talk about Amritpal Singh's whole situation and what is going on in in a second. And why this podcast was necessitated, especially in Punjab. But I want to talk about Samranjeet Singh Man for a second. And that's the beauty about my podcast, right? We actually planned that we'll talk about Amritpal Singh in the first few minutes. But I was talking and I was like, no, we have to start with this big event. Um, that actually changed the course of the discussion. You said he came second in an MLA elections, right? Now our, our viewers, our listeners know that MLA elections are 40,000, 50,000, 100,000, you know, maximum 2-3 lakh votes like in in, in yeah, Punjab, I, not comparing yeah, yeah, to yeah. seats and stuff. Yeah. From there, you go to a situation in Lok Sabha where you get more than 2.5, close to 3 lakh votes, right? Mm. So not only are you getting, like you're almost doubling your number of votes that you've got, yeah. right? Or in less than a year's Time. So what the heck happened, right? Is it, is it, it, it can't be just a pure shift. Did the sentiment change uh, on the ground? And e- even if you want to extrapolate this to a larger narrative, um, once you've gone to this, can you talk a little bit about the background of Amritpal Singh and what, what started this on?
1: So, you know, when you want to talk about Amritpal Singh Sandhu, uh, yeah. you have to go back to at least 2020 December or yeah. earlier than that. Uh, when the uh, law was announced on the farm, uh, you know, activities and the amendments that took that was suggested, mm. there was a section that actually uh, protested against it vigorously, and that section was most visible and prominent in Punjab, especially the Kisan Unions of Punjab. Mm. But when you look very carefully at what was going on. So there was a very dirty game going on at that time, there were Mm. political parties that were ruling the state at that time that were willing to fan uh, Mm. protests against the law.
0: Mm. A
1: lot of money was spent basically to quote unquote divert anger towards Delhi, Mm. which was essentially anger against the state government that had been brewing for a while. Mm. Mm. A lot of factors were uh, definitely playing a role. Uh, these also included factors which had uh, question marks on uh, Bayadbi cases or sacrilege mm-hmm. cases of mm-hmm. the Shri Guru Granth Sahib. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, and you step back a little further, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, 2014 or 2016, I believe mm-hmm. the Babel Kala and Kotkapura cases happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, where sacrilege was reported and uh, in the protests, in fact, in Behebal Kalaab, protesters were also shot dead by the police. And and to to, to paraphrase,
0: what he means by sacrilege is what the West calls sometimes blasphemy or something like that. In
1: many ways, yes.
0: In many ways. I'm not saying it's a direct relation, but that is the perception in terms of that you deserve to be punished because something is happening. And I'm not endorsing what they may or may not have done, right? Uh, what could have been happened was pathetic, and maybe they should, you know, face action in in a court exactly. of law. But we are not a banana republic; yeah. we give out justice the way we like, right? So I am right. talking purely in a law and order sort of way and to follow the law of the country that you are in.
1: Yeah, no, and the problem is that for the longest time there has been very little to no action on those cases, even to this day.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, so it makes it even more worrisome. However, uh, if you look at how things have been uh, in the past four decades in Punjab, and let's talk mm-hmm. about the four decades generally after the Khalistan movement was crushed essentially mm-hmm. by uh, the police force led by K.P.S. Gill, with That's some right. tacit support of the intelligence agencies generally, and the media, the media
0: actually, and the media been, of was very.
1: Uh, <coughs> what we have noticed yeah. is that. The sentiment has not necessarily died out. Hmm. See, Simranjit Singh man's politics has been going around for a very long time. You are, It's not that he's just emerged out of the blue. He's been there for the longest time even after the uh, military, the terrorist movement, the violent terrorist movement was basically crushed. Hmm. So, And he used to get votes whether it was in small numbers or not. He was definitely securing votes in the elections. In But the bigger challenge was that in the diaspora, we definitely saw elements which have been more than willing to support these ac- these actions, these activities. Uh, some of the more prominent ones in recent times have been Gurpatwan Singh, Pannu, uh, who runs something called the Sikhs for Justice. Right. Um, and there has been active support and effort to fan the flames for uh, since 2019. Now you mm-hmm. have to remember one thing. Khalistan was a... Pro- the Khalistan terrorist movement was a project. Uh, the separatist movement was a pro- was a product Hmm. of its own making, but hmm. it's got support from the ISI over the years who were very keen to see so kaise hum hmm. they never tried necessarily creating a separate country or taking territory the way they did it in Kashmir. You have to keep that in mind. Right. The idea was always to create, but after the Dhaka uh, surrender of Pakistan, there has been a section that has wanted to sort of break parts of India. Hmm. So hmm. that kind of thing uh, Though, though they never let it, uh, you know, from there and also, how do I say, get it armed to the extent that there could be serious trouble beyond a certain level, they've mm-hmm. always tried to fund it, they've always tried to, you know, fan it. And since 2019, after the Article 370 action took place in uh, JNK, That's there's right. been a conscious effort by ISI to, you know, revive the Khalistan movement. So, so
0: here is here here is the thing, right? Rohit, and we're going to talk about Amritpal now in a second. But uh, let's let's go back to a second that Simranjit Singhman, so ridiculously popular in 1989, where he won Karantaran by like uh, he got like four lakh, he won it by four yes, lakhs. So that was a of,
1: one-sided vote, basically. Yeah,
0: it was like out of five lakh votes or five and a half lakh, Congress got like 45,000 or 50,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. the rest went to some others, and basically charts so, he was that popular then he lost and then he won again, I think in 1999 where he got into hmm. trouble because he wanted to carry a Kirpan in the assembly Lok Sabha or something like oh, that. Oh,
1: this Kirpan thing is such a fun story. Okay, let yeah. put it we in me put tell you something. In one second. Let me just complete yeah.
0: this uh, thing. Otherwise, I'll lose my chain of thought.
1: Yeah, yeah What
0: sorry. makes it scary here? And guys, I want you to pause one second here and think about this. He won this time from Sangurud. Now, yeah. What is Sangurud? Sangrur is the constituency where the sitting chief minister of Punjab was elected exactly. in the parliament from. Exactly. He won exactly. that seat by one lakh vote. In 2014, he defeated a stalwart of the Akali Dal, Sukhdev Singh didsa by more than two lakh votes. So Bhagwant Taman has been sort of a giant killer in there, in that, you know, seat. And to his seat, he gave it to Aam Admi Party. And let's not pretend Congress got 80,000 votes. BJP got about 67,000 votes, which, yeah. which seems to me, which Rohit and I talked about that BJP now will be in that position where they will get 8 to 9% votes on their own across Punjab. If BJP. you know some some Sikh votes. So I think Congress and BJP are neck to neck when it comes to those. I've got to, I mean, when it comes to getting uh, in constituencies where AAP is dominant, I'm, I'm going to add that. Ab got 2,47,000 two votes and Simranjeet Singh gets 2,53,000. Two Here is where the killer comes from. Shiromani Akali Dal gets 44,000 votes. And I think he sh- they nominated the sister of Rajwana, right?
1: B.B. Kamandi
0: exactly. was nominated.
1: Yeah. At- mm-hmm. Singh Rajwana, the man who was uh, part of the conspiracy to kill a sitting chief minister of Punjab, Bian Singh. Yeah.
0: In the name,
1: and this is where the dirty game has been going on for the last few years. Akali Dal has a habit. Let's put it this way: the various shades of Akali Dal. When they're not in power, they uh, stoke fires of the Panthak issue to you know create mayhem and sort of like uh, rally the vote behind it. Later But they always play that game. And the out of
0: yeah where the opposite opposition is more conservative in power and tries to go, yeah, to
1: yeah. The, go to the act, yeah yeah and not but the levels to which it has gone because they've mm-hmm. been out of power for more than let's say two terms now right mm-hmm. so the desperation reached all levels and one and they've been trying to evoke panthic issues and panthic sentiments in a big way and no, but just to, complete, I want to ask you something. what happens is then, then there's this competing uh, communalism that starts in the community immediately.
0: Ah, so, no, so I what I meant was in, in Kashmir, it used to happen that the parties would get more sort of uh, uh, to the conservative separatists exactly. the and then suddenly become Indian statists when they come uh, elected to power.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean,
0: I mean, of course, Akali Dil has not gone that far off the cliff, but it is it, on religious issues. It goes pretty, you know, for, on Pantic issues. But I want to ask you something, uh, Rohit, and then we will get, let's get to what we were talking about the first about, you know, this, this guy who's leading the movement and stuff. Amritpal Singh. Uh, the fact that Akali is nominated Rajwana's sister, is that a admission that yes, the vote is sort of going to the extreme in this, vote, in, in this thing. Did they see the writing on the wall saying that if we go for a moderate face, you know, Hamari See, a uh,
1: couple of things that happened. Uh, so 2022 assembly elections, if you look at the disastrous performance of the Akali Dal, where they actually uh, had just 16% of the total vote hmm. it showed that there was a massive slipping away of slippage of the uh, Panthak vote away from them which was a continuation from
0: 2017
1: yes now given that fact and given the kind of track record they had on issues like babel kala kodka pura and even for that matter agriculture is a Panthak issue in punjab for all practical purposes hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. so they had been trying very hard to you know revive their panthic credentials. Mm. One of the campaigns that has been going on for the last two years, in fact, is the uh, release of the Bandi Singhs as they call them. Yes. And Bandi Singhs uh, is just a moniker being used for releasing hardcore terrorists from jail. Mm. While there is some argument, uh, merit to the argument that many of them may have completed their terms. The problem is the kind of names that are being put on the list are the ones that generate extreme discomfort. Not just among, say, the minority Hindus of Punjab, but even across the board. So, when you see that happening, the challenge is, they are rallying this case and for that for that matter, this uh, Bandi Singh movement has involved all shades of the Akalis. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. It has got Simranjit Singh Man on board. It has got uh, Sukhbir Badal on board. It has got people from Delhi like Harmeet Singh Kalka who have been very involved in the Gurdwara politics here. On the mm-hmm. same platform, despite mm-hmm. the serious political differences that all of them have. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize this. There is, and it has been steered by the Shiromani Gurdwara Parabandak committee. Hmm. Mind you, there's no difference between the Shiromani Gurdwara Pramanda committee and the Akali Dal, the Badal faction of the Akali Dal. Badal
0: faction, absolutely.
1: No, and, and it's and, and, always and, been the, the sure. case. Who controls the SGPC controls the Akali Dal? Let's just put it no, that no, way.
0: And, and Shiromani Akali Dal also split in the 80s, 70s, as people, but people forget, right? 70s, 80s. It went the, there was the SAD Badal and then there was the SAD Longoval, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, all
1: sorts I of things. There was a unionist SAD, there was a Longoval SAD, there was a Badal SAD, yeah. <laughs> lots yeah. of ACD.
0: People of people of Mumbai are saying she's in a and she and all sorts of things. But wo to, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, one thing I want to do a caveat to is there was a less than 30, about 27% drop in turnout from the by-election to that. So exactly. that was a, so so the, the the key was maybe. There is a, another moniker we can say that uh, uh, Simranjit Singh man may, may have just gotten these and if the turnout was matching the last time, maybe Aam Party or Congress would have done better. Yeah,
1: but I'm the sure. fact
0: is, that's not that's not the question. The question is, why the heck did Simranjit Singh Man, a man not worth more than 2% of the vote, gets more than 30% of the vote? Even if Aam Party wins the election... Is Simranjit Singh that relevant to get 2,50,000 votes in a Lok Sabha constituency? And the scary answer seems to be yes. So now let's pivot to Amritpal Singh. And can you Mm. give a brief uh, of what happened, you know, and and, and, and just a brief explanation about him? So, so.
1: good question that you ask. And to put that 2.5 lakh uh, victory margin in perspective, you have to realize one thing the Panthic leadership space is wide open practically right now. The Badals have lost it completely. There is a fight going on to get control on the Panthic leadership now. Simranjit Singh Man was seen as a potential face uh, which sort of led to this kind of victory happening. It's not uh, clearly coming out to be that case. SGPC is trying very hard but it is not able to get that space. Uh, for that matter, if you look at what the Jathedar sahab of Akal Takht has been saying and the kind of rhetoric he's been in- engaging in personally, for instance, you know, asking people to have guns uh, mm-hmm. in a an era and basically kind of, you know, further stoking, uh, you know, elements of, uh, how to say, gang, gang violence on the street by asking mm-hmm. them to be armed heavily or for that matter, him going and meeting uh, terrorists. Uh, families or for that matter even uh, giving support to people who have been uh making all sorts of uh, allegations across or you know taking all sorts of steps as an example uh there was a sikh uh gentleman who was arrested in madhya pradesh for carrying a poster of bhindranwale hmm. and the sgpc has provided legal aid to the person hmm. wow so these yeah so these kind of steps that the sgpc has been taking on and off hmm. uh to you know, get the panthic leadership back after, especially the guru, the Guru Granth Saab, cases and the kind of heat it has faced over it. Hmm. So, in this vacuum, we see a man coming by the name of Amritpal Sandhu. So, and this was
0: post the Deep Sidhu situation that happened last Definitely. year, so it's exactly yeah. a year after, and his organization is called Varis Punjab.
1: Now here's the fun part. The family of Deep Siddhu says we have nothing to do with Amritpal Sandhu. In fact, Amritpal Sandhu had been blocked by Deep Siddhu on the phone. So where does this guy come from all of a sudden? There are a lot of unanswered questions that are floating around right now. Hmm. And the way he speaks and the kind of rhetoric he speaks, it sounds intelligent and that is the worrisome part. Hmm. It sounds intelligent. Hmm. It's dangerous. It sounds intelligent. It sounds convincing to a fair section of people who see here's a man who seems relatively well-read, relatively well-educated compared to the average standard. Unfortunately, that has come down of the youth of Punjab. Yeah,
0: and, and he's also talking to the NRI audience, right? There is there Exactly. Is also audience that you know in i don't want to name the areas in uk and us or in canada but people yeah, know yeah. what i'm talking about where there was a sentiment i myself have seen those six referendum uh, banners in 2000 yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a big flop show right and the the joke being, of course, they talk about Khalistan, but they only talk about uh, the Punjab that is a part of India. They won't talk. There is another Punjab in a part of Pakistan also. But my God, there is not a single quote-unquote Khalistani separatist leader who can dare say a word about the ISI or against the
1: yeah, ISI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been atrocities happening on Sikhs on which we get daily news these days, right, in mm-hmm. Pakistan. Not a single word comes out of the mouth of these people. Have you ever wondered that? Yeah, yeah, there, there Achha, a few one very interesting also. thing that has happened in between. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Yes, one very interesting thing that has happened in between is uh the Jathedar sahab said Sikhs should call themselves should report themselves as a separate ethnicity. Lovely. That's
0: what
1: it was told. So my counter has always been if there is are a separate ethnicity, then please show me a Jain Sikh, a Parsi Sikh, a Muslim Sikh. Yeah. Before
0: people say that, uh, I, because I'm zoomed out, I, I said that lovely with about 10,000 doses of sarcasm before someone says, <laughs> <"Kya> <laughs> exactly. no, I, it's, it's just so bizarre. <laughs> the that is told. But then you have Amritpal Singh Sandhu making all sorts of statements, but then you have yeah. this, um, the aide, Lavpreet being in jail. Mm. And yesterday we saw the most horrific visuals ever. Like I don't even want to share those visuals. They are there on social media. I'm not going to be a party to that uh, horrific individuals and sharing them on. Yeah, where um, people just rushed into the police station. Can you explain? Oh, yeah.
1: Now? So, um, the way the incident has happened is, and Adit, you have to keep this in mind. The hmm. police was, unprep- was not, I would say, working with the worst of intentions. In fact, hmm. I would credit the Punjab police for having taken a very brave decision of Showing great restraint because the because people like Amritpal and their coterie had brought a Saroop of the Sri Guru Granth Sahib with them. Wow. They were literally seeking to create a Bay Adhvi incident which would f- f- fan criminal flames across Punjab in an instant. I did not know this. Wow. And the police has shown and they were basically, how do I say, provoking the police to fire at the crowd and something happens to this Saroop. This is the dangerous game that these guys have been playing. And this is where it really riles people like me in India. SGPC is a They couldn't see the BSB being done here by him.
0: Yeah.
1: Is this not BSB? And this is what even a lot of Sikhs in India have been questioning. Irrespective mm-hmm. of the political alignment. How was this man allowed to... How is this man not criticized so far on this question? Mm-hmm. By the SGPC. Mm-hmm. Or the Panthiks. Uh, uh, you know, who go around and talk all kinds of strange things. Hmm. mind you this is not the first incident of mob violence this man has uh, demonstrated this man has demonstrated ample capacity to you know push crowds to Hmm. do you know all kinds of things a few Hmm. months back he had actually proclaimed publicly that how can people sit above the level of the Sri Guru Granth Saab in Gurdwaras wow and raised hell on the question of why there are sofas and chairs in gurdwaras.
0: So, so people who can't sit now they, they, they should have a problem. What they and are, mind you,
1: this them. has happened in the past as well in Canada, in the hmm. era when uh, the Khalistanis started gaining control on the gurdwaras. Hmm. They, one of the uh, sort of like hukum namas that was generated from India by the SG Akal Tat was. How can there be chairs and tables in gurdwaras? Baar sabko. Guess what? The incident, the first incident that was reported in Punjab was in Jalandhar, in model town uh, gurdwara. Hmm. The chairs and tables were not even donated, they were actually burnt. Wow, because ye, ye this was the logic given. And this man is literally create trying to encourage people to become Taliban like. I'm sorry for the word usage, but they're literally asking for a Taliban-like state by saying that you can't dance in your weddings, you can't wear coat pants in your wedding because these are all signs of slavery. Hmm. Hame-
0: and and essentially he is even- Qawme,
1: that he's been putting up.
0: He's not even 30 basically or 31, right? So that's the thing that the reason I say bring up the age is because this, the birth has happened in the nineties after the separatist movements were weeded out from Punjab. Yet, you know, this person comes to, uh, there have been like, I think there are some Dubai people are saying, Ki no one knows, right? The details yeah, yeah. <laughs> are very murky. But the fact is he went to Damdami Taksal where Bindanwale was took his um, official inauguration, yeah. going back to news report, I read about... Uh, it's called the the Star
1: bandi. what he did was, this was called Dastarbandi mm-hmm. in uh, Bindarawale's village. Mm-hmm. You know right. what was the speech he gave? And just mm-hmm. let me interject you there. Please, please, yeah. So, and this is where I find it very problematic with journalists in India. They've been quiet all this while and all of a sudden they're saying, oh my God, what's this mm-hmm. For the last six months, I've been writing like mad. About the the flames in Punjab, and I'm rarely been saying I've been screaming literally Mm -hmm. problem happening. Please do something about the narrative warfare. Mm -hmm. This is a narrative war that has been going going on for the last six months in in Punjab in India. Mm -hmm. And there's no effort being made to necessarily counter the narrative war. And that's my greatest worry right now. So this man goes and says, If the youth of Punjab, and I'm just paraphrasing it. Really, if all it wants to do is give eyelets and go away, hmm. and he's referring to Sikh youth, not Hindu hmm. youth, not Christian youth, not Muslim youth, any only Sikh youth, then let's just say let's just sign a paper and say hmm. ki, and now I'm going to say something like in somewhat in Punjabi, that Himachal UP Bihar Ao, ethe pujo ethe pao guru da This is actually said. Yes. Wow. And this, it just riles me how can this rhetoric be allowed and no action be taken when Punjab has a significant Hindu minority. Yes.
0: And actually, I, I wanted to say this. No one talks about the Hindus of Punjab, right? The problem no is, really. Um, 1984 what happened, you know, Operation Blue Star or, and obviously the post-secretists were <coughs> red- 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 absolutely awful what the Sikh community has had to face unfortunately what has happened is not only are we talking about that we are not talking about what happened in Punjab before that the story of Punjab is incomplete if you only talk about 84 post 84 89 and 90 no you have to start from 1981 1982 when yeah. that would happen and a lot of hindus will tell you about the whole buses situation where hindus were killed you know pulled to the side uh, newspaper editors were attacked which is well documented um the families were attacked the cops you know uh, their names were pulled out. there yeah. was a I think, uh, was it mr atwal or something who was shot at the Golden yes. temple uh, Yes. Yeah. So, yeah
1: so in so just like what had happened to justice neelkant kanju in kashmir
0: correct
1: hmm. Atwal, yeah. uh D. I. G. atwal was shot hmm. dead he's inside the golden temple hmm. his body was thrown out and hmm. nobody could even dare to pick it up for like hours hmm. the body in fact animal hmm. dogs and crows started to pick on the body it was a stage hmm. at which they had they were they sought permission to pick up the body and that's when it happened
0: yeah and my question is that the details of that are not known to a lot of people it's just yep. it's sad that you just won't talk about it so the hindus of punjab not only are faced what they did they are also facing the situation now so when i yep. talk to people who are old timers who've been in punjab who've been outside of punjab there are there is absolute panic and it scares me i mean what are we doing right now right so so rohit i want to i want to ask you this with the Ahmadmi Party government in Punjab, right, um, does the central government need to be more proactive? Um, is Has the Amadmi Party government completely dropped the ball? Um, and do we have a very narrow window where we can salvage this? Or are we going to be looking at a grimmer, murkier situation a few months from now?
1: This is the difficult question to answer because the way things are in Punjab. And if you've been hearing Amritpal Sandhu in the past few days, he's literally been provoking the central government to act against yeah. it so that they can be a martyr created out mm-hmm. of a no, of, out of a nothing. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Amit Shah, who is our home minister, hain, he's been literally threatening him.
0: Mm.
1: Jo Indira Gandhi ke ho, ho ga, ungli ke to dekho. That kind of rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Basically, he wants okay. the government to to target guns at him so that suddenly exactly. he
0: becomes. Exactly.
1: He is literally wanting good. that to happen,
0: and the government and has shown good restraint right now. But the problem is, restraint only works if on the other side there is something happening with you. When you have a KPS type figure reading out the problem, in, exactly the problem,
1: and that's what I've been saying and writing for the last six months. This is a state government problem. The state government should pick should have picked it up. Hmm. I've been very I would say baffled. By the silence of the state government on Amritpal Sandhu for the last six months, till yesterday, till two days back, honestly, only on one instance was he put under uh, how to say house arrest. Otherwise, he's been moving freely with his Khalsa Vahir Yatra, which has been stoking passions across Punjab for the last few months. So,
0: Raghav Chadda should be asked why is he is he still singing songs on TV or should?
1: uh, uh... Yeah, Raghav Chadha ka matlab main kya bolu? Chalo, Punjab government ki baat karte. Kya ho ra, did you see yesterday what uh, Bhagwant Maan said at Udhav Thakre's uh, meet? Him, no, Ketriwal and uh, had met Udhav Thakre in Mumbai yesterday, by the way, mm-hmm. evening. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. when a journalist asks uh, them that in Punjab what happened in Ajanala, Bhagwant Maan starts saying that law and order situation is actually improved in Punjab. Huh? He's been giving that trope for the last two weeks because he wants to do an investment summit in Punjab. Huh. There is an investment summit happening in Punjab, in Chandigarh. Barely 200 or 250 kilometers away, Hmm. the incident in Ajinala is taking place. There is another summit. I mean, if there was a synonym, if there could be a synonym for tone deafness, that is Bhagwant Man, in my opinion. Hmm. What has the police, which police force claims that law and order situation is improved after facing two RPG grenade attacks in less than a year? Can somebody answer that? Too? Not just that,
0: there is there is one thing about improvement of law and order and then there is just one complete capitulation of the state and it seems like there are zones It is a
1: capitulation. Capitulated, capitulated. I don't know how many of your viewers know this, the BSF had filed an, uh, a, an application in the High Court. Hmm. Stating that illegal sand mining in the border areas of Pathankot and Gurdaspur has reached the extent that bunkers will collapse if there is any more mining, sand mining allowed. Really? Yes. And this, this government had come on the promise we will stop illegal sand mining.
0: Wow.
1: What is happening? Important question to ask, right? Drugs unfortunately have come to the stage where you can literally call and get it. It's like the equivalent of a dunzo or a, a blanket right now. 10 minute mm-hmm. delivery at your doorstep of any kind of drug that you want in Punjab today. Mm-hmm. How is this happening? As at the whole, is that the police force doesn't know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Then why is there no action taking place on it?
0: And Shekhar Gupta, when he was talking about KPSG I forget if this was an interview, but he said. <coughs> Same thing. When KPS told him in 1985 uh, that uh, the Rajiv Longowal att- uh, accord had been signed, he be back in a year, and where he said ho And he <laughs> he knew. My question is: Is someone there with such clarity of thought who is doing? Of course. Now, I'm not saying the government should go out and name the officers. But if there is no one in charge calling the shots, this is going to be a problem, a huge
1: problem. Okay. To start with an interesting tidbit that might also be very worrisome the Home mm-hmm. Department is directly controlled by Mr. Bhagwantman
0: mm-hmm. in the state. Wow.
1: Yeah. There's no Home Minister in Punjab. It's directly controlled by Mr. Bhagwantman. And then, I mean, what else do you say? One uh, IPS officer who hmm. was, I will not take names, hmm. was deliberately picked out and, you know, on the verge of dismissal from service in Chandigarh. Hmm. Because Punjab police has people personal from both Chandigarh, from Punjab, uh, Chandigarh police has personnel from both Chandi, Punjab and Haryana. Hmm. Keep that, that, the way the nature is and the rules are. Hmm. For corruption, was actually... Sort of reinstated as the DIG of uh, Janandar.
0: Unbelievable.
1: And this man is given duty with the governor of Punjab.
0: Ridiculous.
1: In this uh, letter fight that has been going on between the governor and the chief minister in Punjab. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the governor Mr. Banwari hmm. Purohit, specifically called this out and asked was this done to provoke and irritate me actually said it he's written that in the letter he's re- and the letter has said and that letter then the kind of reply that the letter got from mr Man, people are uh, basically ki janta sabse upar hoti hai democracy mein aapka yeah. role hai? <laughs> so trying to brazen it out with the governor as well <laughs> so if all of this is going to happen and mind you the law and order situation is so bad that people from the industrialists from Punjab. Top industries hmm. from Punjab, including groups like Nahar Spinning Mills and Trident, hmm. actually met the Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh, Mr. Uh, Shri Yogamahantri I mean, ji, hmm. And uh, basically have signed MOUs to move their industry out of the state due to the hmm. law and order situation. Now, what you and these are like Tatar Punjabi groups, by the way, mind you, these are Tatar Punjabi groups
0: this is scary
1: boss this is really scary and it makes me different. do jobs hai, investment hey, what on earth is he talking about yeah
0: you know you know the first the top one of the top trends uh uh on india in india on twitter today batao, batao. kps gil a man who's been dead for many years, sadly. That's. Can I tell huh. you
1: the kind of people who used to get associated, who used to become Khalistanis, ah, huh. uh, terrorists back in the day. They are called Khadkhus in Punjabi. Hmm. Hai? Hmm. So Khadkhus, And by the way, this is also mentioned in this book, and I strongly hmm. recommend this book to people if you can see it.
0: Yes, the Knights of. This is by the
1: great. This is by the giant himself,
0: hmm.
1: K.P.S. Gill. You can read it on the on a website called the South Asia Terrorism Portal as well if you want to. Mm. So, this guy had commissioned a field study in the Majha Belt of Punjab mm. on the uh, socio-economic profiling of uh, mm. Khadghus. This was done by two professors who are still alive today, by the way, who are associated with Guru Nanak Dev University of Amritsar. Mm. Great scholars, both of them. Yeah. The
0: kh- but-
1: these guys were Ill- usually very less educated or illiterate, hmm. they would be like 25-26 of age roughly,
0: hmm.
1: they would die in less than a year at, at the hands of the police, mind you, hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: no no, ret- no sense of what's going on, hmm. only senseless violence and o- the, reason the, palms, the reason why they pick up arms, the reason why they pick up arms you understand Punjabi somewhat, Adit, so you know what I'm going to say. Shastranal Anal ho gaya si. Mo, really?
0: That's, that's,
1: yeah. Wow. yeah. This is what the elders of these, many of these slain terrorists used to say. Hadde, yaar, hadde. But yeah, hadde. Bachiya, shastranal moho ho gaya si. This is the kind of mindless violence. and. Now here's the fun part. Bhagwant Man brought out a law very recently where he said public public display of arms is prohibited. This is the law in Punjab, mind you.
0: Hmm.
1: He arrested a singer,
0: hmm.
1: and I'm very glad at least the singers got questioned on that, the pop, hmm. pop singers of Punjab, because they've been engaging in senseless uh, xenophobia and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, display of, the, of violence. Some
0: of the songs I've heard and the casteism in that song yeah, yeah. Also it's unbelievable, it's shocking. Like some of the
1: things. I mean, I, think that, like, I mean, when people tell me that UP and Bihar are castes, I'm like, boss.
0: Punjab, how Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally, how I
1: feel. It's
0: it's, it's uh, the complicated and, and 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 if you want to learn the caste complications of any state, look at the electoral history and you'll see the electoral history of Punjab. Yeah. And you look at the breakup. It is, it is too in a way shocking, but also
1: scary. Yeah. yeah. Not just that, and if you think of it, hmm. when these kind of incidents are happening and it was usually a lot of lumpen elements of the society that used to become Khadakus then. Hmm. It is the same kind of lumpen elements that are associating in big numbers with Amrit Pal Singh.
0: Hmm. There was an know.
1: interview in Punjabi, by the way. One man was asked, Punjab, Batao. One local journalist asked one of these supporters. Hmm. Who's a dreaded gangster who's all of a sudden discovered religion? Yeah, he couldn't name the panjipi Yeah, wow, aap itne ho, aap panch naam nahi bata sakte. this is where it really is. You know, that's why I keep saying it's a law and order problem. The state government has to pick up the, the mantle here. It's hmm. the silence and the inaction is baffling, in my opinion. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. What is you- going on? I'll tell you this, Rohit. Um, Mark Tully, I, my recommendation this and we both are giving our recommendations. We're not even waiting till the end because there can only be two people. Two people <laughs> one is this book written by the man himself, KPS Gill. The other is probably one of the finest accounts of what happened in Amatsar yep. by Mark Tully and Satish Jacob. which is yeah, last yep. And I have quoted this one line a gazillion times. I'm going to do so again from that book. It's a beautiful line that he said. The problem with Indira Gandhi was not that she did too little too late. The problem with her was did she did too much too late? Yeah. And if you don't do things on time, you cannot overcompensate with doing triple things at one time, right? If you have to, if you have to arrest someone in a house. You cannot go and say that six weeks later, after they have wrecked the whole society, I'm just going to torch the house down or right? Because that's all exactly. the solution. The thing is, you have to almost humanize them from a point of where they have been idolized by a and you have to de because they go. The issue is not just going to be the law and order problem, but also the mental problem. They have captured some space. So, you have to get them. You have to, you know, you have to get them. You have to make sure you make an example out of them. And that's how the solution will come. At least in my opinion. I mean, I'm not, I'm no expert. But that is the basic way of how things can be done.
1: And you know, when you had mentioned about Bindra earlier. And hmm. I just remembered something very fascinating. Hmm. Bindra Wale was always known as an as a Hindu beta hmm. Basically a man responsible for disturbing communal... Uh, Sentiments in Punjab in a big way. Right. The kind of rhetoric that has been going on around him being, you know, not anti Hindu and stuff like that. There's an incident on record that Satish Jacob, the man you mentioned just now, himself mm. has put. This involves a very certain uh, famous loose cannon politician who's in the BJP today, mm. you know, who used to meet Bindra Wale quite frequently. Mm. And one day Bindra Wale told, and this was his last meeting with Bindra Wale, and Bindra Wale said, Hai. Sare kar that's that's what he said. Yes. Satish Jacob has said this on record here. In a, in a, one of the seminars also. Because he was there, he was the translator.
0: Hmm.
1: For this loose cannon politician. Hmm. That man later started saying he was not necessarily anti-Hindu, anti-India, that kind of rhetoric. And many hmm. Khalistani channels also.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, the point is the same kind of image is being portrayed for this guy, Amritpal, today. Hmm. He say, he's not saying he's anti-Hindu. Then why are you using anti-Hindu rhetoric? Hmm. And mind you, Bindra Wale used su- quite a bit of anti-Hindu rhetoric in his time. There's one story that I can tell you, one incident that he mentions in one of his nonsense sermons that he used to engage in. And sorry for being very strong, but he said that, I mean, it didn't affect the Gurdwara, but it broke the temple in, in some village of Punjab. Wow. And when they asked, and he said, This is because the Hindus are puppies and uh, evil people, while we are the true child, children of God. This is amongst, this is the milder version of what all of you said. Let's just put it that way. No, I'm,
0: I'm, I, 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 I'm not aware. This is, I'm hearing this for the first time. You're the ones telling me and our viewers, a lot of our viewers. But that's unfortunately the sad situation in, in, in Punjab. And what scares me is, we don't want the state to get into mob violence chaos. Because that's when not only do you lose the narrative, you lose the reins. Exactly. Narrative, narrative, you can still rescue from even the worst possible scenario. If you lose control and if you lose the reins of the state, I'm, I mean, the Indian state is a very resilient state, but we cannot afford to lose parts of the state going into complete free fall.
1: It's a not just ser- that, uh, Adit, I completely agree with the sentiment. The fact remains that it's a two front war it's a narrative war, it's a physical war. The narrative or information warfare really needs to pick up.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, it can't be left to individuals. I'm not going to, it's not, I'm not saying this for glorifying myself. What I mean to mm-hmm. say is, it can't be left to individuals like me or some other very prominent ones. You know, just, mm-hmm. you know, counter the Khalistani narrative on social media. Mm-hmm. That's where the maximum fires have been coming.
0: And I've I've, I've said this about a gazillion times. The government needs a media advisor because not only does this narrative need to be countered here uh, in India. In the West, there are so many Khalistan sympathizers affiliated with newspapers or have contacts in newspapers. Boss, you have to get real and counter that. Not just that.
1: Even the fact remains that Khalistanis have done institutional capture of government in many countries. Let's be honest about it. Hmm. The, and the indian consulates in our uh, embassies or high commissions in those countries is an absolute sitting duck when it comes yeah, to no, countering I, the narrative
0: I, I, yes absolutely and they're very brave to you know they've, they've taken positions and stuff but we, we we need to ensure the safety of all of them as well
1: yeah not just that a recent example took place in australia when the khalistan referendum nonsense was taking place ah, where no, was no, the consulate no. general? Where was the consulate general? He he was seen watching a t- tennis match in uh, uh, Melbourne. It seems Australian Open match, and he, he had time to that tweet about that it. it.
0: That I didn't
1: know about. Yeah, that guy had the time to tweet about it, but the but couldn't address the challenges faced by the patriotic Indians who were trying to counter the narrative, and for whom the police was not even willing to register a complaint. Yeah. After despite getting beaten up. Despite getting beaten up
0: no i think we need to we really need to take a long hard look at this because it's it's a it's, it's a global problem but this right now it's gotten from a disturbance to a full-fledged problem in punjab and it will be a calamity if something isn't done in the next few months or week i'm sure the government is looking at it but unfortunately right now it's it just it, it needs to be immediate action otherwise we are looking at a long long few years in punjab
1: Definitely, definitely. And I mean, there are things happening behind the curtains. I don't hmm. want to necessarily point those out. Hmm. But on ground, much more definitely needs to be done.
0: Like I said.
1: And the Aam Aadmi <laughs> Party better prove its nationalist credentials. Ye Delhi, mein laga ke, jo ko ki kar rahe that will not count anymore. Uh, uske 35
0: Ah, So you better uh,
1: prove that he's a nationalist, if not anything else, by curbing this menace right now.
0: Right now he's being a notionalist uh, where he's only talking about uh, the the few issues that he wants to talk about uh, or nationalism where it suits him, not the states where he wants. But I'm going to leave, end this podcast, you know, I'll go to Rohit for closing thoughts with this saying, the challenges are never going to be easy, the challenges are never going to be over. But you don't want to go back to what you had already beaten, defeated forty years ago. It was a yeah. long, painful path for India. We don't want to go on those that road again. Okay. So, any closing comments,
1: Rohit? I just don't want to see those days again, yet. And yeah. And my own family uh, parts of it have been have faced that threat in ways I can't even imagine. Tell you. You know, in the know. peak of Khalistan era, there was a time when people used to step out in Delhi and not even Punjab. And we didn't know whether they'll come back in the evening.
0: Yeah, I I I, I, I share your sentiment, Rohit, because I've had friends, um, co- you know, people I've talked to, people I've been, been very, you know, closely discussed this with, who've been, who've been in buses where they didn't know if they're going to reach the destination the next day. And I, I don't want to insult their memories by recounting what they faced because they've told me this had great confidence. But I would urge everyone to just Google, read Shekhar's, Shekhar Gupta's reporting, read Tablin Singh's reporting at that time from Punjab. Uh, India Today has some fabulous reportage. Uh, I'm talking about the 80s. Right? Yeah, I... I'm not talking about I haven't read. Read those reports, see how bad it was, and ask yourself the question. Are is are we ready to even go back to ten or twenty percent of this? Because no, it's not worth it. We've lost too many lives. We've lost a lot of hours of sleep, and we've lost some of our bravest and our best officers. You know, folks, trying to control this. Let's okay. not let's not go through this. Go down this route again. So
1: okay.
0: yes. With that, on a very somber note, but a hopeful one, that India things are slowly, hopefully, changing faster than we are hope you know we hope to be, to be faster i'll uh, thank rohit for joining on this podcast it can't have been easy uh, this feels personal this feels raw and um, you know we, good 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 wishes with you family and everyone who is going through this because uh, yeah it it prayers basically for them it can't be it can't be easy So, um, yeah, thank you guys for joining. Please like, share, subscribe, follow Rohit on Twitter. He'll be tagged on our uh, podcast plugs. Uh, Please, please, uh, you know, like our YouTube video and like the iTunes stream if you like this episode. That helps us go get our podcast to more people as well. I see a lot more views, a lot less likes. And people commenting. So, if you like our content, please. If you don't like our content, please write to us. Tell us where we went wrong. Tell us what you want. More interest in the next episode. Till then, we'll be back with um, another episode of Mind Podcast. Uh, I promise you there's going to be a cricket special episode between India and Australia. So, stay tuned for that as well. Uh, but we'll not drop our ball on political coverage. That's why we had the biggest political story right now that's happening, which is the state of Punjab to you. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back soon.